0: Hey, and welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. We're so excited that you're joining in with us. It's Pastor Michael here, and we are starting a brand new series called Unfriended. And we hope today's message will truly touch your heart. And if you have any needs that you'd like for us to pray over, you can submit those at www.medicchurch.com. And our team will be standing by praying for each and every need that is submitted. So sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast starting right now. I am pumped up about this series brand new called Unfriended. Man, who in here has ever been unfriended either on social media or in person? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? I know I have. And how many in here? We'll go a step further. In the last week have been unfriended. <laughs> oh, bless your hearts, bless your hearts. So <laughs> let's continue to pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, pray for our government. We want to continue to pray for those individuals, whichever side you stand on. I don't get, don't get into politics or political stuff, but continue to pray for our nation because we desperately need that. But I have a message today titled, Me, Myself, and I. not. Here's that movie me myself and Irene <laughs> because where's Irene today it's Irene here I don't see Irene but Trina calm down that's Trina's sister Irene but me, myself and I me myself and I man that kind of self-centered don't it self-centered y'all quit being self-centered sometimes our self-centered is probably why you got defriended on Facebook ain't that right Trina so what is this word that we constantly hear about? You, you know, we this is a uh, you know the word unfriended is, is kind of a new word, right? This didn't happen back in the day, and and and, and I kind of get ahead of myself. But the word unfriended could be an emotional roller coaster, right? Sometimes it's good to be unfriended by people, wouldn't you say? Would you guys agree? I know for me, there's certain people that I had to unfriend in my life because who. I didn't need that negativity or I didn't need the, the problems that kind of come along with that. So it was a good thing to be unfriended. But what about those times where you got unfriended when you just don't know what happened? See, what had happened was, what would I do to them? I thought we were best buds. I thought we were cool with one another. I liked all their stuff. I was commenting, I was getting you know uh all their Facebook notifications i you know their their granddaughter put something up, I liked it, you know the kids put something up, I liked it, they're out eating sushi, and I liked their stuff. I was commenting oh, that looks good, mm, mm. you had sushi down there in Mount air yesterday, and it looked good, and I didn't get none. I'm jealous, of unfriend you, you didn't invite me. <laughs> I tell you, and what's crazy about it is in today's society, people get unfriended for some uh, really a lot of silly things. Wouldn't you think about it? So I remember one time that we done a Facebook invite to uh, one of the girls' birthday parties. You know, it's easy, it's convenient, it's awesome. It's, you know, it's nice just to be able to send us going out and getting everybody's address and, you know, having to get labels and and stamps and cards and fill it out and then RSVP. Facebook was a lot easier for that, right? And so we sent this out to to the friends that that we thought that everybody, we got everybody. We thought we had all the friends labeled. We had the everybody wrote down we were checking them off as we were inviting them. And guess what happened? We missed somebody. And not only did we miss somebody, but they got so upset about it that they hid in there and they unfriended us from the Facebook. Ain't that pretty dumb? Hey, it was an accident. It happened. I was so sorry. I can't think of people unfriend me for dumb things. I don't know why people unfriend me sometimes actually i do i got unfriended not too long ago because i preached a message and i dug deep and 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 i talked about that talking about how jonah run away from people and and you know uh, and he'd run away from what god was telling him and guess what happened <laughs> and i said i put something on facebook or i posted it on facebook and i got unfriended i believe that I... are you okay she's choking up over here <laughs> Drink some more, Dad. I don't want you to die on me. <laughs> this is medic church, and <laughs> we can help you, and God can save you, but uh, I don't want you dying. and we got a live stream. We can't be doing it. I'm just kidding. You yeah, all right? For real? You're... Wrong pipe. All right, wrong pipe. All right, all right. There's two pipes in there. to go left and right, and <laughs> went down the wrong ones. But, but I I was speaking the truth, and, and and I guess they couldn't handle the truth. I like that movie. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I don't know what the rest of the movie is about. I just know that's the only part in it I remember. But I, but I liked it. He said, you can't handle the truth. And, and I got deleted by a few people on Facebook. So I had this app downloaded that I had. time you, uh, you block me, you unfriend me, or you deactivate your Facebook, I get a notification on it. That's how cool technology is. Don't ask me what the app is because I have no idea. It's something on the phone uh, over there. But I have an app for that. They make apps for everything and and so and it puts in our mind, but it gets in a roller coaster of emotions when we get unfriended you know and you feel betrayed sometimes I was like, what' do I do to them? I just preached the gospel and and i maybe I missed them by accident when I didn't invite them to the kids' birthday party it was an accident what' do i do to them <laughs> can't take it let me not break my st- my podium here thought I it said stadium it'd be cool if we had a stadium wouldn't it <laughs> Anyway, but it hurts. It gets deep. You know, sometimes, you know, people take it really to heart. If you unfriend me, ah, whatever, I don't care. (laughs) I got like 1,600 friends. I can't keep up with all you guys. So if you unfriend me, whatever, I don't. But some people take it personal. Some people go on there and they go, well, I know I have 5,000 friends and I know if two people delete me because I've seen my number go down. I, I know if you delete me, I, I, or if I see that number go up, that's a good thing, but but if you delete me, I know if it goes down. And, and it messes with them, and it takes it to heart. But this word, unfriended, wasn't actually added into, into the dictionary uh, up until just a few years ago, I think, from what I could find. In, it was in 2009 when it was actually added to the dictionary. Uh, based on what I could find is what it was added in there, and it was actually the word of the year in 2009. I don't know what happened in 2009, but some stuff must have went down pretty bad for it to be the number one word or the word of the year. That's pretty crazy stuff. Now, back when I was a kiddo, when I was young, and maybe like you guys, we didn't have this word unfriended. We just didn't talk to you, or we just didn't hang out with you at the cafeteria table. We'd go over there, and I'm like... All right, Bill's over there. <laughs> I'm going over here to eat. Hey guys, listen, I heard that he had cooties, and we got we can't touch him. We got to go over here, and we got to go. B- B- Bill, Bill, Bill's over there. We got to go over here, and we're gonna sit on the other end the table. Or, or back in the day, we had dodgeball, and, and and you know you always did anybody play dodgeball? Little rubber balls. If you dodge wrenching, dodgeball. I remember this time where a kid he was the best. And it didn't matter how many dodgeballs you threw at him, he would jump, he would spin, he would dive, he would curl. I don't know what all he would do, but you couldn't get him. So we was like, we ain't talking to him. (laughs) I don't be near him. So we gained up on him and threw all of them at him. He still dodged them. (laughs) And he got us all out. But we were like, we're going to unfriend him. See, See, we just wouldn't hang out with him. Sometimes, even if we didn't like you, We'd send you a message. you remember them days when you liked that girl? Or you liked that boy? You'd write on there, Would you go out with me and put a box? Yes. No. And you'd fold it up and you'd send it to somebody. Well, that's what we would do back in the day sometimes with people. Hey, are you friends with Bill? Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> I always hated the maybes, right? But But see, this word... You know, it's an, it's an epidemic to our social media thing. And, 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 you know, back when Facebook first was started, you could either be friends with somebody or you couldn't be friends with them. If you added them, the only way to get rid of them was to unfriend them. If you didn't like what they were posting, you had to unfriend them. Thankfully, now they got this cool little feature where you can hide posts. <laughs> What I want y'all to know is y'all don't know how many of y'all's posts got done hid. <laughs> not y'all, because I like y'all. Online campus, I like y'all too. But there's people down there that, uh, uh, you know, they got that feature where you can unhide. Unhide things. And guess what? You don't know any difference at that point. You don't know if that person don't like you or not. it would probably make your life better. Hey, that's cool. Be more like Mike. <laughs> Pastor Mike, I want to be—I don't want Facebook to affect me like that. We're going to dive into that here shortly. But see, Facebook—you know—it uh, started. Let me see. Let me see my notes here. Uh, uh, I think just just past two thousand three, two thousand four is when Facebook was actually created. And so, what are we? Uh, Sixteen years? Is that where we're at? Somebody check my math. Fact check me. Sixteen, seventeen years. Man. 18, I man, Facebook, don't mean fast me, no, i was 18 years. So Facebook is old. It's getting old. And, and you know, uh, most people, I think there's roughly uh, over 128 million people that are on Facebook. Or, or that's just here in America. So that's a lot of peeps, right? That's a lot of people. Uh, and, 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 and so, but did you know that there's about 50% of the users on there have roughly... 200 friends, give or take. Anybody know exactly how many friends they have on Facebook? Anybody? I do. It's 1,623 when I last looked. (laughs) That's probably before I got unfriended just now. uh, y'all are looking. Y'all get off your phones in church unless you say, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but now y'all are curious. Now, face, you know our online campus now they're curious. Hey, Pastor Mike, hang on, We'll be right back. We're going to go back and see how many friends we got. But roughly about 50% of the users on Facebook have about 200 friends. That's a lot of people to keep up with. I mean, for me, like I said, I have roughly about you know 1,600 people on there. and I mean, that's a lot of people to keep track of. Now, I do know that, that I have friends on there that have Facebook accounts that have passed on and their Facebook accounts are still active, and uh, I don't know how that works. But but so I know that, that that I don't truly have 1,600 friends. I have some friends on there that have multiple Facebook accounts, and they keep sending me friends, please stop doing that, because I don't know which one's real and which one's not. <laughs> but think about it. Think about how many friends that you have. All right, let's let's step off of Facebook just for a second, because I know there's other people. And when you watch this replay later on, because now we're going to YouTube and we're going to be on podcasts, and and, you know, so some people don't have Facebook. Think about your friends outside of Facebook. Think about those people. How many of those individuals do you keep track of every single day? One. sometimes I don't even keep with Tasha that much. <laughs> you talk Tasha that? I don't like so. <laughs> no, nah, we talk every single day. But that's a lot of people to keep up with. And that's a lot of different people's opinions. That's a lot of different things going on. That's, you know, let's just keep it at the bare minimum, at 200 people. Man, 200 people on there posting on Facebook. Let's just say they all post. That's a lot of different things that the people are going through. That's a lot of different feelings. That's a lot of different you know, road rage out there. That's a lot of different food that they're going to be cooking. Now, I like when y'all post food because I get food ideas. So back in the late 1900s, there was this thing called AOL, America Online. Who in here remembers AOL? Me, I used to love it. <laughs> I used to like getting on there and, you know, hearing all those little weird sounds. And, and you know, you couldn't, you, you couldn't pick up the phone because it kicked you off the Internet. And it was just a pain in the butt. You know, kids today will never truly understand what it was like to get on the Internet back in the day. Welcome. You got the mail. But see, in order to connect with somebody on AOL, you had to know what? Their username, you you had to know what their extension was. Y'all don't know what mine was because they're not active because I killed it a couple years ago. It was at tater tots rocks seven (laughs) seven seven. It really was tater tots rocks seven seven seven. And so not only did you know you have to know my username, but you just you had to know the username because there was no pictures. Thank God. Because some of y'all back in the nine, you know, late nineties, thinking about them hairdos back in the day. But see, there was no profile pictures. There wasn't nowhere to post pictures. There was nowhere to post Facebook post. There, all you could do was get on there, chat, hang out with one another, and chill. You can get in what they call chat rooms. I don't know if chat rooms are a big thing anymore, but you get in chat rooms, and you could talk and communicate with one another. You'd be in the middle of something. You might be talking to that special one. You'd be like, uh-huh, I love you. And all of a sudden, bloop. <laughs> Mom, you picked down the phone. I was talking to my girl. You're killing me. <laughs> but that's how it was back in the day. And you didn't have all these things where you knew exactly who you were talking to. Sometimes you've been talking to a robot. Sometimes you're still talking to a robot, but that's size point. (laughs) And so a few years later, they come out with this cool thing called classmate.com. Now I couldn't never figure it out because they wanted you to pay for it, and I was cheap, and I didn't have no money, so I didn't want to pay for it. So we skipped that whole Classmate.com. Anybody do that? I remember signing up for it, and I got a, something, you know, in an email, and and people tried to connect. Basically, social media was for one purpose, and that was to communicate and connect socially with you know uh, friends, relatives, and loved ones, and things like that. So after Classmate.com come out. There was this cool website named MySpace.com. Anybody in here still got an active MySpace account? We got one. Are you on everything? <laughs> I, I don't remember my login. That's what we're hearing. But, but see, a lot of people, they finally, they swapped up. They got rid of the AOL. Now they went to, you know, they got rid of American Online. Now they're on DSL. Now, you can pick up the phone and you can talk on the phone and still be on the internet at the same time. Anybody remember doing that? Hey, what's happening? <laughs> what you doing? Oh, I'm over here on my AOL, chit-chatting, hanging out. But see, what, what was cool about my, not Facebook, but MySpace was most of us had back then were flip phones back in 2003. Who had flip phones? Flip flops, man, those things were cool. You could sit there, and when you had to send a text message, you had to push the number like two. You had to push it like two or three or three or four times to get the corresponding uh, letter that you wanted. And heaven forbid if you misspelled a word, then you had to back up, especially if it was a long one. <laughs> and see, what started being cool about fate or MySpace was it had pictures. You could talk. You could communicate. You could text. You could have people begging for your top eight spaces. <laughs> you guys have MySpace, have no idea what i'm talking about right now do you <laughs> so so right, let me back up and say so when you're begging for your top eight spaces you could pick friends that that were your top people over on your because you can set up your page you can design it how you want to you can put decorative stuff you can make your text big you can make it small you can make it different, you can customize it it was basically a customizable web page is pretty much all it was where you could connect with your friends, and you could pick eight people that you can put on there, and you can, you know, you could have a number one. Oh, I have my best buddy, and then you could have, you know, uh, the last one on there. And, and you, and, and what happened was, so I had one time. This started a conflict at a church I went to. This started a big thing, and and what happened was, is they're like, "Hey, man." Yeah, how come they get to be number one? I want to be number one. I should be number one, and they're number four, or they're number six, or they're number eight, and and they're no, I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna delete them. True story. Started a big ordeal. They, I, my phone going, hey man, hey man, what's 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 going on with this? Why they number one? I'm like, listen, I ain't in the middle of this. Y'all take it up with yourselves. <laughs> So, so what happened is is a year later, in two thousand four, late two thousand three, uh, early two thousand four, Facebook was invented. It launched out, but see, most of you wouldn't know this because it wasn't made uh, publicly known out to the general public until two thousand and six. Woo! And here we are, almost twenty years later, with Facebook. And we're hanging out and we chilling and we don't have people begging for our top eight spaces. We're over here and we're hanging out. And we're still unfriending people. We're still trying to connect with individuals. And, and I love the purpose of Facebook. I love the purpose of social media. I love that I can connect with friends that I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't seen since I was in middle school or high school. Or I have friends that I went to church with at a young age that I don't get to see that often, but thank God for Facebook, I can connect with them, and I can see how their families have grown, and just likewise, they can see how my family has grown. And see, all of these these things I've talked about, you know, Facebook and MySpace and, you know, Internet, AOL, all that, all those things, again, were made to build relationships to build on our relationships that we have. You know, here at Medic Church, we, we believe in, in building relationships with our community and our surrounding areas. We, we believe every one of you come from a different background where we all can come together and connect and serve God, and God can restore the brokenness in our lives. And, 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 that's, and that's what's really cool about social media is we can build our relationships. That's one thing that, that we are striving to, to do is to build those things up with our community. And build up our relationships. But see, there is the downside of Facebook. And all of you know, you know, in the last three, four, five months, how hectic Facebook has been, how crazy things have been where, where you see everybody's opinion and you see everybody's uh, different thought process, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Some of y'all keep posting them ugly pictures. Y'all need to quit posting. <laughs> quit using filters. But y'all to get lost one day and I to be able to find you. <laughs> but but see, see, I like I like when I, I post something on Facebook. Or I see a post on Facebook and, and I go in there and, and I'm like, ooh, I know I commented on that because that was a good one. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's gone. All of a sudden, I done got deleted because I done commented on something and and I spoke biblical truth behind it, and all of a sudden I get unfriended. I go in there and the big red X is on there. Please reload. There is a problem. Please know that someone, there is an error that occurs. Someone took down the post. This link is no longer available. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes. See, I want you guys to know this, this whole series that we're going to be talking about through the month of January is going to be so driven about unfriended. Now, we're going to be talking about other things, too, and this people you on know, Facebook and, and social media and in life. But see, I want to dive into this. And, and, and the first thing I want you guys to, to write down if you're taking notes is there's a different connection between the quality of your, of your relationships and how you see yourself. There's a different connection between the quality of your relationships and how you see yourself. Now, but you know, Facebook, again, it's, they got some good things on there. I love reconnecting with people and I, I love seeing how friends are doing. I love to see how my friends and the church community, how their churches are doing and how I can, you know, we can work together to make things happen. But there's a lot of problems on there, too. And, and, and so, and what happens is, is, a lot of times, the quality of our relationships is how other people see it, Right. And and how you see it yourself, you know, I, I know for me, when I look at me and Tasha's relationship and I look at our life and I look and see how things are going with us, I think we have a pretty strong and well relationship, a pretty what we call healthy relationship. Well, Past Michael, you're saying that because you were up there on stage. <laughs> no, no, I do we agree. We have a, a pretty decent relationship, a pretty good one. Now, we fuss argue just like every other people do, and she throws punch me and she chases me around the house or she starts me and she won't let me eat and she won't let me do this. <laughs> She's like, yeah, right. But it's how you see it. It's how, you know, you, know, you, you may have met somebody you know, in your life that, that thinks highly of themselves. Wouldn't you think? Anybody ever know that? And on them people that think really highly of themselves, I know for me, and I'll, t- I know I'll tell you guys this all the time, I think I'm a very well-confident driver. So what I mean by that is, if you got the vehicle with me, we might do some daring moves. We might race the, the car beside us. I might yell and fuss at them because they sit at the light too long, but you're going to be safe. We're going to have a good time. We're going to speed and we're going to get up the, and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to do awesome things. And I think about myself as a good person and, and somebody that has a higher standard of driving. And I also think for myself that I, that I, I think highly of myself that I, I'm very dependable for people. I, I, I'm very helpful. I'm very, you know, um, outgoing. I'm very, sometimes I'm outspoken. And it's got me unfriended. But see, it's how you Imagine yourself and how you take yourself and your mindset and what you're putting in. See, you have the ability to change the quality of your relationships. You got a crappy relationships? You had the power to change it. I told Tasha I was going <laughs> to I'm going to come up with a sermon series called the power. Of, but what I call you uh, I did not forgot <laughs> uh, the power of choice. The power of choice. And, and I believe that, that we all have that power. And we all have the power to change the course that we're on. You have the ability to set yourself up and to put it yourself in the direction that you want to go. But see what happened was. see so y'all say, see what happened was. See what had happened was they come out with this thing on social media called hashtag. Y'all see that? Hashtags. <laughs> I did that earlier. I'm like, what is that? And it's like, that's hashtag. Right, I swear. So so there's this thing called hashtags that social media coming out with. When I first seen it, I'm like, why is everybody putting you know the number sign up there? <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Hashtags. See, hashtag, hashtags is a label we use to define something. Hashtags are a label we use to define something. Man, how many here, hey, online campus, and even here in person, you guys can do it, y'all can text in church. It's okay. I want you to put your favorite hashtag in the comments. I would read them with my phone's over there, but I'm going to tell you mine. Some of the ones that we use a lot, uh, especially on the church page, hashtag Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. That's one of my favorites. Now, my absolute favorite is hashtag Medic Church. Hashtag, I love my church. Ooh, this is going to be a big one. Hashtag coffee. (laughs) Ooh, I love some coffee. Hashtag root, root, square, three, shoe, turtle, turtle, squirrel, shoe. (laughs) <laughs> Translate that. babe. Hey, we want to know what your, your favorite hashtag is. We love reading your comments. We love seeing those things. But what is, you know, hashtags make up and they define what we are and, and they, they talk about what something is. I, what I like about it, and I'm trying to get Tasha to, to help me with social media and, 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 you know, how we can post things to, to you know, again, reach more people. And she said, hey, you got to add hashtags. I'm like, what's that do? She's like, well, when you click on hashtags, it takes you and it gives you more information about something. It defines you know, what things are. It tells you what they are. I'm like, cool. I'm down. So, so I went in there and I put hashtag medic church and bought bloop. <laughs> and so anytime, anytime you guys put hashtag medic church, guess what? I get to see what you guys post and it's so cool. And it takes them, And it takes people to the church's page and it's very, very awesome. But see, sometimes, and there's some things we use to put labels on that we shouldn't be putting labels on. Hashtag ugly. Hashtag, you need a new dress. Hashtag, you got holy pants. You really do. They're holy. Hashtag, you need a new car. Hashtag, you got bad breath. Hashtag, get a tic-tac. Hashtag... I done lost the church. <laughs> hashtag, you need a better speaker up there. <laughs> but see, but, but again, what was meant for good can be used for bad too. What was meant for good can be used for bad. And, and see, there's only, I want you guys to know, there's only two kinds of people that can hashtag, hashtag something. Number one is called the maker. The maker. If somebody wants to make something, if they want to design something, if you guys want to make something and design it, you have every right to label it however you want. It's like Nike, for an example. They have the right to put the check mark up there. They have a right to say whatever they want to about their product. Our friends down in Mount Airy that have the coffee shop down here at Pages, they have the right to the time and, and make whatever coffee that they want. And I want you guys to know, they hooked me up one time, and y'all don't know, uh, they, I got a love for donuts, and so they made me a donut coffee. It's so amazing. Y'all need to go check them out. Hashtag Pages Coffee, they're awesome. Uh, but, but, but when they, you're the creator of something, you have the right to say what you will about it. You have the right to put a hashtag on there the way you want it. So the maker has the ability to do that. Whatever it is, it could be anything. And something else that makes up, you know, uh, has the right, the hashtag, is the buyer. The buyer. So so the buyer can say, hey, man, I bought this product. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I think about it. Amazon has what on it when you buy something? I don't know how many of you guys do this, but they have something called reviews on there. You can go in there and you can check out the reviews of an item. And that's the first thing I do when I go in and I buy something off Amazon.com. I I first thing I do is I'll go in and I'll look at the reviews because I want to see what people are talking about the product. These people that have bought these uh, items or the particular items, I want to see what luck they had with it. I wanted to see what they were going to put, you know, what they had to say about the, you know, the particular item. But see, when I buy something, let's say like a baseball glove, I have the right as a buyer to put a label on it. I can put my name on it. I can I can you know, mark it how I want to. I can color it in because it's mine. I can do what I want. And so the question is, who has the right to hashtag you? Who has that right? Who has the ability to put a hashtag on you as an individual? Is, is, it, is it the maker? Is, is it the person who made you? Is it your mom and dad? Is it, is it you know, your loved ones? Is it your spouse? Who has the right? Is it your friends? Who has that right to put a hashtag on you? Who has that right to label you? I want you guys to know that there are powers in labels. Power in labels. How do I know this? Because I've been labeled so many times that it's unreal. Whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Whether it's right or wrong, labels will ruin people. Labels will will tear people apart. And that's why I tell you guys and urge you with caution to always, always, always know the facts before you put a label on somebody. I remember when I started a a brand new job, I, I come in and they say, hey, you're working with such and such. Well, they're this, 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 and this, and this, and this. Like, okay, I got you. I said, but listen, I'm going to form my own opinion first. Before, before, you, I, I've taken what you said in, I, I've gathered what you said, but hey, let me gather my own opinion first. And I encourage you guys to do that before you just take somebody that's, you know, hey, even if they're your best friend, if you hear what they're saying, it's like, you know, I heard this about such and such. Ooh, have you ever done that? Ooh, oh, girl, let me tell you. Sally Sue, ah, she done, ooh, she done, she on her man, mm he a bad guy. Wait a minute. Get your facts straight because it could have been, you, you, nobody has any idea what truly may be going on. So before we label somebody, get our facts straight. So I, I, I'm going to tell you guys that people are going to label you based on certain things. They may, you know, I, I got a few here. They may hashtag you as unattractive. Who, Pastor Michael, That's me. Some people will, and and that's what they're going to do. And, and you know, they're going to look at you and say, "Hey, you're just unattractive. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go to your church, Pastor Michael, because you don't wear suits and a tie. You're not attractive enough to be behind the pulpit." Okay. But, this, but people will do that. They'll label you and say, oh, man, he's up there in a Ninja Turtle shirt and a hoodie. I, he, can't, he can't be good. He can't." He, I'm crazy. Hashtag crazy. And then, you know, they'll label you by hashtag failures. Man, I showed you guys last week about the Facebook post where people put up and the teacher put up, and as an example, she marked, intentionally marked the first one wrong and, and had the rest of them right, the rest of the problem was right, and the class started giggling. And she told them that, you know, people want to point out your failures, but they won't see all the other success that you have. Don't let people tell you that you're not going to make it. You're not successful because of one mistake. Maybe there's some other ones in here. Maybe, maybe people are going to label you as hashtag Divorced. And I want you guys to know, I, I, I don't believe in divorce. I don't believe that you should divorce your spouse. I think that you should try to do everything possible to work it out. But if there's no other means and there's no other things that you can do, then by all means, you know, if there's, especially if there's abuse, there's problems in your life and you need to separate and there's nothing else that possibly can make it work, get out. I'm a, and remember, the, the, Pastor Michael, the Bible says God hates divorce. That is true. God does hate divorce 100%, but he doesn't hate the individuals that got divorced. Don't let uh, somebody label you as a hashtag divorce and feel like that you're, not, you're, you're no good. Don't, you know, divorce is not a death sentence. It's not like you're walking around and, and you know, you're never going to be in another relationship. You're never going to be able to succeed and find love again. And I want to encourage you that, that you're not damaged goods. Because God has a plan. God has a purpose. Sometimes people just, or, you know, like I tell people all the time, tell my kids, we're, we were young and dumb at one time. Sometimes we just run into things that we shouldn't have run into and we made a mistake. And, you know, but thankfully that God's grace has forgiven us. And I thank God for his amazing grace. And, and you, know, uh, you know, go on and say, can't let go of things. Hashtag can't let go You know, we talked about in the last sermon series about letting go of things because bitterness can set up. You know, Pastor Michael, why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know, but I can tell you that God's preparing you for your biggest blessing yet. Let go of things. Let it go. Maybe, hashtag, you're addicted. Maybe you're addicted, not just the, you know, when, when people hear the word addicted, they automatically think what? Drugs and alcohol, right? But there's more to addictions than, than just drug and alcohol. There's porn addictions. There's, there's food addictions. I'm addicted to food and I shouldn't be. I'm addicted to prescription drugs. I'm addicted to Facebook. I'm addicted to social media. I'm addicted to whatever. It could be whatever. It's not just labeled to those two things. It could be labeled as being Addicted. The things, maybe you can't let go in your past. Let it go. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Maybe it's hashtag overwhelmed. Getting overwhelmed with different things and you don't feel like that you can ever get ahead. You know, oh, well, we thought we were doing good and, you know, we the COVID, you know, the numbers were going down. Now they're going up and and you know, they're telling us this and they're telling us that. I just can't take all this information and I... My best advice to you, get off the news if you're having that much overwhelmed with things that are going on. You want a better life? Get off the news. Get off social media and quit listening to a bunch of dummies. <laughs> See, God made each and every one of you, and he sees your love. He, he has a, a dying love for each and every one of you. God loved you so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me and you and everyone else on our online campus. Anybody watch this replay later on? God loves you that much, and he sees the purpose in each and every one of you. And it says in the Bible that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing we do, any past mistakes that we've made, nothing can separate us from his love. And I want to encourage you today that, that if you're struggling with that, that and you know, you're struggling with your past things, or people put these hashtags on you to know that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Let's look at the uh, First, uh, Chronicles, uh, excuse me, First Corinthians 6 and 19. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. See, See, God loved you so much, <laughs> again, that he sent his son, Jesus. You don't belong to yourself, you belong to God. That's why we always tell you guys, give your whole self to God. Don't give just a portion. Don't give just the arm. Don't give just a leg. Don't give give your whole self. Give everything that you have to God. Uh, let's see, God made you, God bought you, and he is the only way. And he's the only person who can hashtag you. God is the only person that can hashtag you. Cuz he bought you and he made you. Uh, let's open up. Let's look at uh, Matthew 11. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think it's verse 28 here. <laughs> it says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Give you rest. I love this verse. It, it, it says, Jesus says, Come to me. He didn't say, Go away. Y'all look at that. He said, Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Don't go over yonder. Hey, Sally Sue and Trina, all these people done hashtag me with all these things. They put, in, put all these different labels on me. I need to go in the opposite direction. No, you need to take it to God. God, I know that they're talking about me. I know they've done me wrong. And I know they've, they've said things that they probably shouldn't have said. And, and, and God, I, I, I need to be, I, God, you're going to have to show me grace. You're going to have to show me mercy. And help me to, to move on. And, and God, take these things from me. You know, last week we we talked about having the luggage and we had the, the you know, and we told you to kick things out of your life. Some of y'all need to let go and kick some more things out of your life. Look, we got rid of our baggage up here. You guys can come on. And I, I, I want you to know that there are some hashtags in your life that are acceptable to put. And that that are acceptable to God. And it's the hashtag of forgiveness. Forgiveness. Sometimes it can be difficult. Sometimes it can be hard. But God forgave us. God showed us mercy. And when we didn't deserve it, God showed us to be better when we shouldn't have been better. God showed us that, that no matter where we come from, no matter what background that we're in, that he still has that love, grace, and mercy for each one of us. Another hashtag we can use is new. New. Because when you are new in Christ, when you, when you say, God, forgive me of my sins, you are become a new. It says, the old shall pass away and you will become new. Now, that don't mean you have to be, go back to being a baby and all that, but it becomes a new you. It's a new person that you are. Hashtag champion. Champion. The Bible tells us that you're not a victim, but you are a victor. <laughs> you are a champion. You are somebody that, that has overcome, that, that has you know, done great things. And I love what else the Bible says, that you are more than a conqueror. You are more than, than what people tell you. they're more than when the bat, you know when the, you know the enemy showed us and tried to tell us that Jesus was dead and that he was in the grave, but Jesus <laughs> on that third day, the devil wanted to tell us that the battle was over, that it didn't mean anything, that everything was done, that everything was out, that, 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 that Jesus was was tapped out. But on that third day, when the stone was rolled away, in the tomb, you know, Jesus stepped out of the tomb. <laughs> he was more than a conqueror. He overcome things. He was the champion of the champions. And the same God that showed the mercy and love to us, it's the same God that showed the mercy and love to you. And the final thing is to be a world changer, hashtag world changer. Today is a day that each and every one of us can be a world changer. I wanna encourage you if you're on social media to post positive things. Don't get wrapped up in the mess that's going on and don't get wrapped up in the negativity. Be a world changer. Don't fall trapped to what the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to get you bound up. The enemy wants to tell you, hey, you need to comment on this. Hey, the enemy's going to tell you that, that, that you have to speak your mind. The enemy's going to tell you, hey, it'll be okay. It's just a little, it's just a little bit, it's just a little bit. Don't fall into the victim because we're not victims. We're victorious and we are the champions. We're so thankful that you tuned in with us today for Medic Church's podcast. We look forward to seeing you next week as we continue our Unfriended series. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. See you soon.